Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I generally hope that the tips, tricks, and information that we share will be the catalyst for change. I'm your host, Adam Lane. It's time to dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, Dr. Jared Erdmeyer from Chiropractic First. Yes, sir. Of Rockford. Thanks for joining us, sir. It's good to be here. Appreciate it. This is a fiery episode, Jared, because we're all worked up about things. Yes. It's two-time guest now. Yeah. yeah. Look yeah, at you. Yeah, it must have gone all right the first time. That's, that's, that's what happens here. We, we <laughs> vet people the first time. Sure. See how it goes. Sure. And if, they, if they're terrible, we just stop talking to them. Sure. Um, not you. You were amazing. You. You're amazing. Um, so we, we want to, first of all, give people some background. If they didn't listen to the first episode, they don't know much about you. Sure. What, who are you? What do you do? Sure. Why, why are you such a big deal? Well, I, I, um, that's a hum- humbling uh, <laughs> comment, but um, really, truly proud to be here. We are uh, Chiropractic First of Rockford. We are a network with Max Living um, Network, which is a, a group of wellness doctors specifically focused on empowering people to live their best life through um, building health in their body. And so we, we pride ourselves on everything from non-surgical spinal correction, mindset, nutrition, exercise, detoxification, and um, have certainly spent a lot of time becoming certified and, and knowledgeable in those topics. So yeah. hopefully our collective knowledge can keep people uh, interested and feeling empowered yeah. today. It's not easy to be healthy in, in 2023. It, it, it can take some work. And it's not just a one-trick pony. It's not just a, oh, you just need... Sure. That's why I like you guys. It's not like, oh, you just need a spinal adjustment and we'll send you out the door and then you'll be fine for life. That's all you need in life. Right. Exercise, blah, nutrition, uh, sleep, uh, stress management, who cares? Right. Just, let's just align the spine and go. But you guys take this very holistic approach. Very much so. Which is fantastic because there's a lot going on. There's a lot of distractions in people's worlds. Sure. Um, speaking of distractions, we got distracted by a 60-minute. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, new segment that came up. Uh, where a, a, a doctor who, of, on the East Coast, I totally forgot her name now, Fatima Don't something, yeah. um, she, who's hooked up, smart lady and connected with the government and, and, and stuff like that, but she came out and, on 60 Minutes and, and said, hey, uh, obesity is, is, a, is a disease, and you, you, you can get the obesity. It's a genetic thing. Right. And... Um, Kind of saying you, you, you kind of have no hope at that point. If, you, if you're obese, you're obese, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, if, if you're obese, there's a uh, 50 to 85% likelihood that your kids will be obese um, because of genetics. Right. And that rubbed us wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. So if, 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 and then it came out that, hey, by the way, there's a drug. Right. <laughs> you could take the drug, you know, which is expensive right now, but. Don't worry, the government's working on making it cheaper for you. Right. Um, no worry. Sorry, that was sarcasm, guys. If you're new here, um, <laughs> government's making it make, making it cheaper for you. But but hey, we, we we have this drug. That's you know it is a drug. With drugs come side effects and things like that. But like hey, don't worry. If you if you are obese, you can take this drug and not be obese. And 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 there we go. Right. What issues? <laughs> right. If, 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 if somebody in your family came up to you and, you know, 
such a, hey, I'm, I've tried working out, you know, eating right, you know, taking care of, you know, going to bed early, get de-stress. I'm just going to take this pill or injection. I think it was like an injection. I think it was like an EpiPen oh, yeah. type yeah. thing. Um, and they were to say, hey, you know, th- this is the route I want to go. Family member, what what do you tell your loved family member <laughs> that, right. hey, this is the, the route they're deciding to go? Right. Well, you know, I think um, the the hardest part of that episode was watching the disempowerment of people. You heard some pretty bold statistics, like 120 million Americans need this drug or qualify for this drug. Um, you also heard that there's absolutely no serious long-term side effects, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> um and basically it was, I've seen a dietitian, I've done this. It, mm-hmm. it was, a, and then it even, I'm, I'm assuming they had to legally say this. It just so happens that doctor, um, the drug company that provides the drug also just happens to sponsor the commercials during <coughs> this segment, yeah. you know? So, um, we, we feel, or I feel or, or our clinical philosophy is people deserve to be empowered. There are, there's always an exception to the rule, but to say something like 120 million Americans that diet and exercise is not the answer or that that's not a uh, component of the answer, that there's this very safe, very effective drug that's the most effective thing is, it's a tough, it's a pun, but it's a tough pill for me to swallow. Yeah. You know, so. That was a good pun. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, we looked it up and you and I, and the funny thing was we were talking about this at your kid's birthday party mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. at Oak Strength mm-hmm. where kids are running around, which, of course, as I'm watching them, I'm thinking this is pulling sugar out of their blood. It's yeah. lowering the hormones. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things, the, the funny thing about, you know, government research is we can talk about today the same government research that completely disproves this. You know, when yeah. you talk about epigenetics, the Human mm-hmm. Genome Project, um, things that were sponsored in our country that, that should be empowering to people to know that they do have choice, that they do have uh, a say in their lives and their health outcomes for a lot of aspects of it. You know, to go in a, a little lateral direction, I mean, if you look at cancer, who you can you could probably find a doctor who's going to say the same thing. It's just genetic. Mm-hmm. Just about universally, I mean, there's so many studies that show anywhere from 92 to 98% of cancers, mm-hmm. lifestyle influences decrease your risk of. Yeah. So there's somewhere between 2 and 8% of cancers that it doesn't matter what you do, and all the rest of them, your lifestyle choices make a difference, yeah. whether that's quality sleep, whatever it is. And uh, I can't imagine that's different for obesity, or in yeah. fact, we've seen so many different things on it. Yeah. So I do really like the empowerment thing, because I can't imagine you know, watching that and thinking to myself, wow, this is like, I have to have this because I can't do anything else. Like I like backs up against the wall. Um, like it really concerns me for people that people are going to look at that and think like, uh, well, I don't need to exercise now. I don't, I don't need to eat well. I don't need to, you know, da, 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 da. Um, it absolutely, it, it scares me. Like this is like, like right. what, what happened to like picking yourself up by the bootstraps, you know, and, right. do, and doing it for you and you taking control of your life. And we've both seen, you know, tons of people through the years, right. you know, take control of their life, right. lose that weight, get stronger, feel better, feel healthier, and, and completely change the narrative of, of their own life. Right. And now we're basically saying, you know, right. you know, within this little, you know, 60 minutes thing that, ah, don't worry, there's a pill. Right. And, and not saying people don't have hard things that they're going through and, and stuff like that. I totally get it. All those things. Right. But son of a gun, like it's your life. Right. Own it. Well, and... You know, we talked about this before we got on air, but mm. it was 
it was amazing to see. So if you look at this drug, it's the identical drug that's been being prescribed for type 2 diabetes, which used to be called adult onset diabetes, but through American lifestyle has no longer been called adult onset. The name has been changed to just yeah. type 2 because it used to be juvenile or type <laughs> 1, which is genetically turned on, which, of course, there are multiple studies with epigenetics that show that certain factors like vitamin D levels, like stressors, like can actually turn on or turn off or can keep you from developing that disease as early in life. Yeah. But even with type 2, even if you have a genetic predisposition for it, um, there's so many factors that can, can minimize that. And so, you know, the side effects, for instance, of the things that we're talking about are near zero. Yeah. I mean, near zero. Um, and uh, it was just so hard to watch where they talk about, well, if you take this, one of the common side effects is that you'll be nauseous or you'll throw up when you eat. Um, they actually went on to say they made fun of the it biggest It helps you to not eat much then yes. <laughs> when you're vomiting. Yeah, yeah it throws nauseous. it out completely. Yes, yeah. But they made fun of the biggest loser. They said, you know, 96% of people that do extreme diets and extreme exercise gain the weight back. And if you go online, the New York Times wrote a story today. It was released mm -hmm. today, and it showed what's what happens when people stop taking this medication. Severe rebound weight gain. I mean, how sad is that, that yeah. they completely leave that out of the study mm -hmm. and they make fun of exercise and, and nutrition, mm -hmm. but yet the same effect when you stop taking, when you take a medication and don't, and don't work on the brain or the lifestyle aspect of it, rebound weight gain is the same thing. And yeah. oh, by the way, here's a few of those side effects that don't occur that in, well, in the diabetes medication they occur, but in somehow in the weight loss medication that's not not long enough mm -hmm. tested, uh, just a few things that I personally would try to avoid: mm -hmm. uh, thyroid cancer, um, thyroid tumors, pancreatitis, which is true of almost all medications that affect blood sugar, but mm -hmm. but many of them damage to your gallbladder, kidney failure, um, vision damage, severe allergic reactions, heart damage, depression, and suicidal thoughts. And I can't help but think, you know, there's more than a thousand studies on exercise that shows that it boosts mood. Yeah. And yet this, um, and some other things that were, you know, pe many people lose weight for, you know, for the, the look or confidence, severe aging looks, sagging skin, yeah. fatigue. I mean, what were, I mean, what were all these, uh, um, I mean, we could go, oh, yeah, the rebound weight gain. Uh, you know, it's just these are these known side effects, and it was actually presented to the general population like there's minimal to no side effects yeah. or there's not long-term side effects. I mean, those are even if they occur in a small percentage of people, those are horrible yeah. and obviously not the effect of a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's the part that, that, that bothered me. No, let's be clear. I am not a fan of the, the biggest loser attack yeah. of, no. you know, hey, we're going to go insanely extreme for – you know, this X amount of period of time in, in an environment that's not your environment, you know, because right. at the end of this, when you, when you do lose your 100 pounds, you have to go back to, you know, your home with your refrigerator with, you know, you're in charge of right. buying your food for you and deciding, do you get out of bed or not? It's not Bob Harper yelling at you to do this or to do that. Um, so that's unfortunate because that's that's not the best way, in my humble opinion, sure. our opinion, sure. which to... Um, tackle a healthy lifestyle. It's it's not a all on assault for I don't even know how long they're on the show. Right. Six weeks, twelve right. weeks, whatever right. it is. Da, da, da. Um it's it's consistent little habits built over time. Right. So that's not fantastic either. Taking <laughs> taking drugs is like, uh, here we go that have this list of side effects. Also not good. We find like there's hey this this nice middle ground and right. there's there's I mean you said this earlier there's no side effect in in 
in exercising. There's no right. side effect in, in eating healthy. There's no right. side effect of, of taking care of your sleep and, and having a bedtime and going to bed early and, and, and making sure that you get good quality sleep. There's no side effects to any of this stuff. Is, is it easy? No. Does it limit your social media screen time? Maybe. Um, sure. You know, but yeah, I, that, that part really rubbed me wrong and, and not as wrong as I guess, I don't know, I, I guess it, it could have because I don't associate myself with the biggest loser piece. Right. Like that's not, right. a, that's not how we handle people, you know, when they walk in here. Right. Great. You're going to eat crackers and water for the next, you know, right. but son of a gun, come on now. Well, we, you know, going back to what I guess, um, some core tenants that I think we both believe in. And I think, think it, it would be so empowering if people could, could one of the first questions, um, is that I, I wish, you know, people would ask regarding health is what is the root cause of this problem? What's the simplest possible solution? What's the root cause? And I gave you, when we were at the, the birthday party, you know, you had all four grandparents sitting there and then you had, you know, your, <laughs> yeah. your, um, wife and you know, all mm-hmm. that. And then the kids running around and it's like, as people age, of course, it takes more work to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Investing in your health. Nobody regrets investing in their health, but it's so easy to not. But what's the root cause? And I, I gave you this example on Saturday, but so frequently we have people come in and they say, I can't figure out why there's pooling in my legs. Mm-hmm. I'm retaining fluid and my doctor doesn't know. So they gave me this pill, <laughs> you know, whether it's a water pill. And, you know, some of the stuff they give is not horrible, I guess. Like they give the compression stockings mm-hmm. and they give some things, but, but, I can't tell you how few people really look at it when I say, well, what's causing that? Just yep. a simple question back. And this person, this very experienced professional, did they take the time to explain it? Because what's happening for the most part, the root cause is your heart and arteries, which are muscles. And so muscles not strengthened become weaker, yep. um, are not strong enough to push against gravity with the certain nutrients and fl- amount of fluid that you're putting into your body yep. to push the fluid back up until you lay down out of gravity when you're sleeping and pull that fluid out of your legs. But of course you rarely see, unless you're having heart failure, you rarely see pooling of fluid or pooling of blood mm-hmm. in, in an athlete's ankles. Yeah. What, regardless of age, why <clears throat> yeah. is that? Well, their heart and arteries, which are stronger and your, your veins don't have any muscles in them. So on the way down, they have to push hard enough that it pushes it back up. Well, did your doctor talk to you about strengthening your heart? No, (laughs) they just gave me a water pill. Oh, you mean those water pills that cause your kidneys to fail and cause you to be dehydrated, which dehydration causes how many other problems in the body, how much other damage to your brain? They didn't even bother to say, hey, why don't you try and strengthen your heart? And if that's not enough, we'll give it to you. It's the first answer is is a pill. And and it's it's just tough because... That's the root cause. The yeah. root cause in most cases is your heart and arteries aren't strong enough. So what if you made them stronger? Would this would the would you have a zero side effect solution that would have fifteen other positive benefits? Of yeah. course, most of the time we know the answer. And if people would ask that first instead of asking their doctor, uh, what drug can I have? Not that they ask what drug can I have, but so frequently they're given it without explanation. Yeah. Um, how much farther ahead would we be? Because uh, the last just statistic that I think is so important for people to say is they're recommending a drug on this. You know, there's a there's a study out there that shows that if you take three medications, that there's a 50-50 chance one of those medications is from side effects of drug interactions. And at five, <laughs> it's a statistical guarantee. Wow. I wonder, at five, it's a statistical <laughs> guarantee that the me- at least one medication you're on is a side effect of yeah. the other ones interacting in your body. And drug studies are not done 
with me, multiple drugs yeah. at the same time. So when we recommend Gosh. drugs for one thing, yeah. we, I mean, what, and, and the hardest part is <laughs> ranting here, but, no. but when I say to people a lot, you know, if, if you die because of the recommendations of your doctor, only you die. If mm. you have a permanent damage, if you have a stroke, if you have this. And so it's like, yes, those, there's a time and a place for all of it. But if you would ask yourself this question, what is the root cause of this problem? How much further would we be if we tried to so solve all the possible root causes, then revert to a drug? By all means, there's times that you have to have. If you have a brain tumor, yeah. if you have this condition, if you have a genetic thing. But have we solved all the possible root causes first? Yeah. I mean, how much more sense does that make on a logical sense? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's neat from, like, if you look at it from the athlete's perspective, the, the compression pants and, and stuff like that, well, when do they wear them? They wear them after the game, after they're totally beat up, and they need to rest and recover. They need to do that as efficiently as possible. Right. That added compression, you know, helps that blood flow and so they can come back and play back-to-back -back nights, you know, right. or whatever that is. Right. Um, not that their heart isn't, you know, doing what it's supposed to and, right. and whatnot. So it's just funny how people use these things inappropriately because it totally depends on who you are and what you're trying to do. Um, I remember my 97-year-old, you know, grandmother, you know, with who, who has been in a wheelchair for a while wearing similar sleeves, but like she wasn't walking. Um, she right. was half paralyzed from a, from a stroke earlier on and, and stuff like that. So it was like, again, there's a, there's a place for it, but just, you know, Hey, put these on, take a drug, blah, blah, blah. Versus, Hey, how about you go for a walk? Right. Um, uh, you know, let, let, let's, let's start somewhere again, depending on where you are. Hey, get to the gym. Hey, you know, jump on with some personal training, find somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, in which to drive, you know, your cardio health and your physical strength. And, you know, right. let's see what can happen from that as opposed right. to, you know, you know, yeah. here's well, a pill where these socks. <laughs> well, and you know this with the experts. I mean, the toughest part, if you were, if I was going to uh, utilize an expert in, in sports, and I, I love coaches, mm -hmm. love them, try and use them in every aspect. I think you should have somebody smart teaching you about your finances. Mm -hmm. You should have somebody smart yep. teaching about your nutrition. Um, obviously, my wife comes here frequently, and, mm -hmm. and when I – um, am off or, you know, can come to these mm -hmm. classes. Like I love come because you always have very well-trained trainers mm -hmm. that can watch form and do, I love coaches in all aspects yeah. of this. And you obviously do this with high school athletes and that too. Um, you know, this, from a similar standpoint, what, you know, the coaches that we're taking advice from in our country have some of the lowest, I mean, America is one of the few countries in the world that has a declining average, um, life expectancy. Yeah. It's one of the few countries in the world that have, I, I mean, think about that. You're taking advice from a, a group that has the most technology in the world, spends the most money on healthcare in the world, consumes by far the most medications, and has some of the worst outcomes. When I looked it up this morning, currently uh, three different websites showed we're 46th in the world in life expectancy out of 37 industrialized countries, 37th in everything nearly everything except emergency medicine, yeah. medical care. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so the same people giving advice. And that part have, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> emergency well, awesome. medical, that's awesome. fantastic. We're excited about that. But, but think about <clears throat> they They have the worst outcomes in the industrialized world, mm -hmm. and we still collectively as a country aren't looking elsewhere yeah. for, for the answer, continuing to take the most drugs in the world, continuing to spend the most money, yeah. or expect, I mean, health insurance to bail it out. Health insurance is great for medical emergencies mm -hmm. too. Yeah. But it, it's also this issue because it's, it's actually created, it's created that where you have to pay full price for your gym membership, but get a discounted drug. Mm -hmm. The 
gym membership has no side effects. The drug has side effects, but yet it's subsidized. Yeah. I mean, there's some flaws in that. There's some good ideas in that, but there's some flaws in that yeah. too. And that's a whole different thing. And we don't yeah. need to dive down there, but yeah. no, I, I'm amazed at how I, I, gosh, where did I read it? I read somewhere where maybe it was, it might've been, this might've been a Joe Rogan thing, which I, I, I I'm going to say he's, he checks the sources pretty well. Sure. 75% of the commercials on TV today are drug related, Yeah, which blows my mind. Yeah. Three out of four. <laughs> Right. Drug, drug, drug. I don't know. What, what, what's another? McDonald's. Drug, drug, drug. Sure. Hardee's. You know, right. da, da, da. Right. Um, and, and just how, gosh. And there's, I think that's the thing I think people need to realize. There's so much money behind this. Right. That, that people say things for their own selfish interest at times, you know, which, which to, you know, make millions and, and, and things like that. And some of the stuff that the, the, the doctor on the 60 Minutes episode was the, the way she was connected through some things, just through some, some, some Google searches and whatnot. Like, you, you, she's making money off of these drugs too. Um, and it's, it's really, really sad. Um, cause we, we, I, th- I think people don't know how to take care of themselves in all these different ways. They get very desperate and they're like, well, I, I, I guess I'll pop this pill. Right. Um, and, and, and feel better and hope it works. And man, that is just scary to me. Well, you know, maybe we should just, <clears throat> should maybe address a few of the flaws or risks that people might not be yeah. aware of. You know, this, the, the, the idea that, this uh, doctor uh, has drug company ties as a consultant to the yep. same drug is not uncommon. I mean, you can go back. One of the first times I, I was exposed to it was uh, when they decided statins needed to be mm. prescribed to more people, and they lowered the number of safe from 240 to 200. I mean, nine of the 15 scientists that did that were being paid more than $50,000 by the same drug companies. But more than that, it's not just drug companies. I think we need to be kind of care. You know, the same European countries like um, the United Kingdom or Sweden or you know some of the mm-hmm. ones that we share genetics with. You know, yeah. many of the mm-hmm. people you and I probably yeah. do in German mm-hmm. and you know yeah. these things. And regardless where you go for where your genetics follow, mm-hmm. um, their life expectancy is still increasing. And now the the disparity is getting wider. I yeah. mean, some five six years if you go into Asian countries, seven eight year. Yeah disparity but what are some of those other factors well if we look at food and nutrition um we're there's more crap allowed mm-hmm. into our food than any other time in the same you know one of the things they said yeah. obesity is radically higher than 40 years ago well um if you go back to 1990 um only 10 percent of all crops farmed were genetically modified yeah. now it's over 90 percent. so i mean uh the amount of processed foods yeah. that people eat the amount of people who have a garden the amount of people who get a the servings of fruits and vegetables, eat lean meats, eat locally versus, and, and even if you go, you know, if you've ever, um, for not, not everybody, but if you take, my father's an airline pilot okay. you know, or, or retired airline pilot. Now, um, the food served on the plane from Chicago to London is different than the food served on the plane from London to Chicago <laughs> radically because of what they're allowed to put in the food. So the amount oh. of preservatives, the amount of fillers, the amount of dyes, the amount of crap, is radically lower. It's the same company going both ways, yeah. but they have to abide by the by oh the country of origins, and yeah. so they have to carry completely. Mm-hmm. Even McDonald's in these different countries, completely different food when you consume it here versus there. We have we still have a McDonald's. Gosh, I don't know. It's going to celebrate its eight or ninth birthday. I mean, we have a cheeseburger and and chicken nuggets and French fries from McDonald's that sits in open air in our storeroom and still doesn't mold and still is and that's supposedly chicken, bread, cheese, yeah. and meat. And it it's eight or nine years old. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah. Can you imagine like these foods that people are consuming certainly turn on 
their genetics are more likely. And then there's artificial sweeteners, yep. which are absolutely atrocious for you. There are all these things that are neurotoxic. They cause you. And so when you talk about genetics, I was hoping, or I'd like to kind of talk about addiction because mm-hmm. they talked about addiction a little bit. You know, um, sadly, um, you know, over these last three years, I mean, addiction of all types is radically on the rise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three and 400% when you, when you look at these things. But um, one of the things that people do get to control is their addiction the one of the one of the strongest addictive things out there is actually sugar yeah. people's addiction to sugar um, their addiction to caffeine their addiction to these things and what do those things do well um, for instance a sweet tooth is not genetic just because your mom like that is scientifically proven a sweet tooth is not genetic but consuming the same foods are and people are against uh, uh, Naval Ravikant the the guy who um, uh, the billionaire hedge fund guy from Angelist. He okay. talks. He talks about. Um, I mean, p- the average person is against PhD scientists and marketing people. So, like, he breaks down dessert really, really brilliantly. <laughs> it's like he's evolutionarily fat is supposed to make you satisfied, and sugar is supposed to tell you there's a scarce amount of it. Eat as much as you can because yeah. again fruit was only in season and things like that. So what does dessert do after you're already full, after you've had enough calories, you'll notice every dessert has high sugar, high fat, because sugar tells your body you need more and fat is the most dense calorie. So there's nine calories per gram in fat versus four of carbs and protein. Mm -hmm. So there's more than twice as many calories in the same size, which you, I know you know this, Mm -hmm. but for the the collective group, and so what do we do? You have a you have a scientist tricking your brain into thinking that you're not full. Mm-hmm. And then and then with artificial sweeteners, your body releases more insulin which tells you you're hungry. So you drink a diet coke or something like that and now you actually can't figure out why you're more hungry. It's because yeah. your body released insulin into your bloodstream thinking it was sugar, then it had no sugar to bind to. And then we talk about like for instance with exercise, you know, exercise is the only Thing shown to not need insulin sensitivity to bring blood sugar out of your blood and mm-hmm. into your cells. It's the only thing. There's a special, you know, channel. And so if people aren't getting out of breath, high intensity exercise, and they're diabetic, you know, they're not getting to all the potential root causes of the problems. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. just a bare minimum. They're yeah. not getting to all the potential root causes of the problems. There was a show, I can't think of the show. The, the guy that goes around and to these popular restaurants and oh, I can't think of his name to save my life. Um, devours whatever their 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 prize food is. So whether it's right. their their two pound hamburger or three whatever their their thirty ounce steak or blah blah blah. He went to one place, massive like kitchen sink, you right. know whatever, something stupid like right. family of seven. I don't even know if could could eat a type. So he he's trying to devour it himself. Um, tells the story of he got whatever it was halfway through and just felt like absolute garbage, like just terrible. Right. They brought him out a plate of fries. Start eating the fries, constantly finish the right. <laughs> like it's just you know the, the combination of the, the the fat sugar piece. Right. Um, it, it's sorry the whole thing as as you were talking there, um, where my mind started to go, and I know we mentioned it at the beginning there because they mentioned the, the sixty minute thing. Um, how you know you you are fifty percent to eighty five percent more likely to be obese if you're if your parents were obese, right and. I, I want to address that because I think people miss, oh, okay, it's a genetic thing. It's obesity. Well, of course, Adam, it makes sense. Like, I, I see fat kids that are fat parents. Like, that makes right. sense. Oh, the grandparents are overweight too. Okay, look at, you know, th- that whole thing. Um, 
I would argue, you would argue, yeah. that hey, this is this is this is an environment thing. Okay, right. this this is what can turn on these genetics, you know, these epigenetics. Um, again, the stuff that the Human Genome Project you know looked into, you know, right. extremely thoroughly. And and if if you're around, if, if your parents eat, you know, McDonald's and Burger King, and and they don't work out, and they they get bad sleep, and they're stressed out from their job, and you know they haven't broken a sweat since they were in high school. Right. You're, they're going to have some issues, and then probably you're going to do the similar things too. Um, and 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 I, I think that's just as in, we're in the same boat. Parents of young kids, like I'm trying to do everything in my power to feed them the healthiest food that I possibly can, get them to bed, you know, as consistently as possible. Sometimes they fight it, but we know, right, right, right. right. You know, get them moving, exercising, doing you know different sports, jujitsu, wrestling, you know. Our kids play some tennis, some soccer, um, <clears throat> you know, just 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 to move and, and be kids. That was the fun thing with the party. That's the only reason we have it at the, here at the gym. We just want them to run around and be crazy. Like, right. just go be kids, have fun, crawl on things, play on things, da, da, da. climb up on the pull-up rig. I don't care. Don't fall. You know, please don't fall. Um, <clears throat> and I, I I think people miss that boat, and they just they just want to make excuses, and that is so frustrating to me. Um, but I think that's the piece of like the environment thing where you might be a little predisposed at some point, but there are a lot of people who've been predisposed who have right. come out on the other side and are, are better for it. Right. Well, and, and so it is, it's, it's, um, there's a really cool book and the, the title is exactly what I'm going to say. It's called mindset by, um, PhD, Dr. Carol Dweck. Okay. Um, and it talks the difference. Um, it talks the difference in growth and fixed mindset. So fixed mindset would be, I had it, my parents had it, you mm-hmm. know, my kids will have it. And there, of course there are certain genetics that do pass through, you know, we've talked about that. Um, but a growth mindset would be, what can I look at differently? And so when, even if you go back, um, generation, so like we have these things in our, that I'm aware of that five generations, three generations of my family made them. That's how they made a living. They're called raviolas. They're these little Italian pasta mm-hmm. things with, um, with uh, meat in the middle, you know, meat and ricotta and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so if you go back to my great, great grandmother and grand great grandmother making them, if you look at the things you're talking about, a cow that was grass fed, mm-hmm. raised on the farm, yep. milk that was put out. Also the, um, the broth that they're cooked in was now it's coming mm-hmm. back, which is bone broth. So they're cooking the chicken or the cow and they're cooked, they're making broth. Well, a lot of people don't realize what's the difference in regular broth and bone broth, regular broth, Broth has one to two grams of protein and almost no good minerals. Bone broth is full of magnesium and calcium and all these minerals. Plus, it's eight to nine grams of protein per cup. Uh, you know, the difference in the, yeah. the stone ground flour versus bleached flour mm-hmm. uh, as far as nutrient content. Grass-fed meat in there versus... Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you look at, well, it's the same food, but it's not the same food. Yeah. It's not anywhere close to the same food. Yeah. And, um, and that's come back to bite. You know, you see even in those generational... Like... Italians are notorious for pasta. I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, my, but you go back a couple of generations and people, the average size was smaller. Mm-hmm. Well, you could argue that some of that was maybe work, yeah. you know, maybe the physicalness mm-hmm. of the farm or whatever they did. Yeah. But you could also argue the difference in the food quality and how it yeah. would fill you up in the Pasta of al- olive oil and yeah. they're in shape. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that stuff, but it's a little different yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and I just always try and think of like, okay, so how do we utilize this thing? How do you, how do you act different? Cause I told you this beforehand, but one thing, um, I was lucky enough, my, you know, both grandfathers on both sides are, uh, were diabetics. Both were on heart medications at one point, both were, both were, both were, you know, they were, mm-hmm. but the stack and, um, and, uh, both of them 
actually. One was a farmer. One worked at Kelly Springfield Tires in Freeport. Um, both of them, when they were diagnosed, um, decided to change their lifestyle. Now, they didn't know what to do, but they ate less, and they had exercise bikes or went to the Y, and they both kn- knocked more than 50 pounds off and uh, lived much longer than they probably already would have. But the thing is, is um, genetically, you know, both grandmothers – weren't diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go now, I have, you know, parents, aunts, uncles, there's six mm-hmm. of them total. None mm-hmm. of them are on diabetes medications. None of them are type two diabetics. Uh, there's me plus 12 other cousins. <laughs> none. We have, I forget five or six, you know, next year, yeah. none of them are diabetic at this mm-hmm. moment. You know, not that somebody couldn't become, mm-hmm. but I just, I struggle with that. There was a change and it was a change well beyond me that I watched in my, there was somebody else who made a decision yeah. to be different and that decision to be different has now trans translated down multiple generations. And that's the, the empowerment piece that yeah. I think is so um, important is like, you could be the one mm-hmm. who shifts everything in their family. There's, there's a, a famous and his name's eluding me, but like, he just wrote a book on that. He's like, there's one person in most families who make a major pivot that decide they're making the change. And when they make the change, it, it over time translates into multiple generations. Yeah. It's a generational shift. And there's a lot of families who need that one person to hear this and make a generational shift and decide to invest in themselves and decide to make the changes and decide to do their own research, yep. um, have that growth mindset. And, and somebody on here listening could absolutely do that yeah. for their family. Yeah. Well, and, and we, I had a podcast completely on this before, but my, my, my dad, who was, he's, what year is this? Going to be 74. Um, year and a half ago, not even that. Um, he, uh, oh, I don't know. I guess it was January this last year, they went down to Alabama because um, they're retired, and that's what they do um, <laughs> with, with, with his brother. Um, so the, the, what a couple's doing the thing. Did a, so much good food down there, and da, da, da. And they were kind of active. They went and walked on the beach and, you know, in January in Alabama, Gulf Shores area and, and stuff like that. But they ate all the food. They had all the fish and the things and the butter and the blah, blah, blah. Um, some of it healthy, some of it less than healthy. Came back. Got a not great report from from the doctor. A one C was twelve, something. Not resting blood sugar, glucose three hundred three. Um, just holy cow! So the doctor said, "Hey, you have three months to get this together. If not, we're gonna have to. We probably need to do something." So I'm so proud of my dad. You know, and go back to listen to episode. I don't remember what it is. Fifty something. Um, but like he he's like, okay, let, let's do this. And so we had numerous conversations, and it it wasn't just a you know. Just a one. It wasn't everything. It wasn't biggest loser style, right. but he, but he, you know he he got his walks in every day. You know and and severely cut his carb intake and you know, all the easy and specifically what you're talking about all these easy processed food stuff that's just so easy. You know and, and a lot of the stuff like they grew up on and they grew up trusting. Right. If, if it's in the package, it's safe and healthy because it says FDA approved and right. hey, it's okay. But like, Dad, you can't. You know, go eat the real food that you would right. grow in your own garden, you know, with the meat and the fruit and the, you know, and, and limited the fruit a little bit and da, da, da. long story short, after, you know, six months, he brought his A1C down from a 12.2 to a 5.9 and resting blood glucose was 115-ish, something like right. that. Not perfect, but he's 73. So like, <laughs> to, you know, we're, we're getting there, but, but now he's able to continue it now to this day. And, and, and he's still not on anything, um, blood sugar, medicine wise which we're thrilled about like that right. that's fantastic like that added i don't know how many years to his right. life because you can't you run with an a1c of 12 through or 12 2 you're right. like that's gonna be hard right. and then then the end of your life is not gonna be fun like it's gonna you're gonna 
in my opinion, die in a very terrible manner <laughs> in the way of possibly losing limbs and, you know, yeah, just not not the way I have. <laughs> right. Not the way I want to go here. Right. But like, I, I think that that's the empowering thing with, within this where, like, gosh, I really hope people don't watch. I know I've said this multiple times, but watch this and just take it or watch the 60 Minutes thing. Take it for, like, oh, this is everything I need, you know, as opposed to actually understanding that, that you're in charge of your own health. You can change. Right. You can make the differences. Um, it's not necessarily easy. Uh, <laughs> right. You, you have to talk to the right people. Just like you said earlier, get a coach for everything. Get a coach for your finances. Get a, right. get a coach for your fitness. Get a coach, for, like, you know. Like, yeah. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm right. not, it's not my, that's not my expertise. I know some things. Precision Nutrition Certified, you know, right. but if I want really, really high-level, you know, nutrition stuff, I go to our Jackie Kirshner, who's our registered dietitian, who knows all the things, you know, right. w- w- with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's, gosh, I hope that empower. If there's a theme here, friends, right. empower well, yourself. You know, you, uh, the, you know, maybe the last major point that I think is worth truly mentioning on on uh, well, what could get to the point because, like you said to me or off air here, you talked about the couple of women that they'd interview. It is it's heartbreaking to see yeah. somebody try oh. a lot of things, and so some people could possibly listen to this and be frustrated because they've tried a lot of things. And so one of the um, issues I personally have with the way we've set up our uh, system for non-emergency medical treatment is it's all segmented. Mm-hmm. So for instance, they talk about a dietitian or they talk about this or they, and yes, there needs to be specialists and all those things. But, um, but there's a reality that the body is very complex. And when yep. you don't try and look at the root, that's why we talk about multiple root causes because the first try might not work, mm-hmm. but you know, what, what do people do that set themselves up for this? Well, for instance, a lot of w- women and men, but it's more prone, prominent in women uh, create hormone imbalances from everything from the makeup they've been putting on since they were 12 or 16 or 18 to the drugs they put in their body to um, control pregnancy when they're, mm-hmm. you know, married yeah. or, or dating or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that is yeah. to um, the amount of toxicity. You know, the, the book, The Paleocardiologist, talks about yeah. the person, I believe uh, it was a person in 1910 um, versus a person in 2010. Somebody in 2010 comes in more con- toxicity in two days than 1910 in their entire lifetime well that toxic overload can throw off your thyroid it can throw off your kidneys it can overload your liver it can cause you to not be able to flush or detox you know these different things that aren't really addressed when you when you run a um thyroid panel and you give somebody you know thyroid you know a thyroid drug that's not really addressing the root cause what about detoxification Ask a medical doctor doctor about detoxifying your body, mm-hmm. and you're more than likely going to get a blank stare. And that's not saying all, but in general, it's just not even covered in the spectrum. And so there's these factors that, again, allow your body to heal itself yeah. um, and root causes. And so, uh, like going to a dietitian that's going to say it's still current in our in our our current food pyramid is awful, with grain <laughs> being the number one consumer and artificial sweeteners being okay and processed foods <laughs> being fine. I mean, you can even look at the corruption in that where. Uh, saturated fat is not necessarily bad for you, but the American Heart Association still links them all the same. The food pyramid does. And if you look at the re- the, the data, certain industries paid money to not be segmented out and say, for instance, yeah. the saturated fat in XYZ is bad for you. Uh, like fried food is somehow the saturated fat in an avocado is the same as a donut. Yeah. Like, give me a break. And this trickles down to kids and school lunches and school breakfasts and you, and you see what they eat, you know, one or two meals a day there. And then, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
puts them behind the eight ball completely. Right. Like, look, right. I was like, I was, you know, my kids aren't eating right. that because right. I, there's, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. Well, and you're thankful because there's, there's a lot of complexity in that and yeah. kids being fed and, 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 and again, but it doesn't make it the best choice. No. It does not make it the best choice. And if we're trying to solve more of these problems, we have to, we have, I, I believe we have to be open to look at yeah. root cause and fueling the body and avoiding toxicity and, of course, uh, undoing what you do to your, you know, with, and, you, you know, you mentioned sleep, which is funny. We're doing a sleep seminar this week. Ah, there uh, we go. So we're doing a sleep seminar this week, Friday and, and Tuesday. Do you bring your own pillow? Is that no, how that no, works? No, no, that's not. <laughs> Darn it. No. But, but you know this <laughs> when you talk about blood sugar and obesity, people who don't sleep enough have higher stress mm-hmm. hormones. And uh, same thing with caffeine. Mm-hmm. You know, they like even taking a drug like caffeine inhibits your body's ability to go into REMS. Like you could go on and on and on and yeah. on. And it's like. Do what naturally works. Do fall back to nature, root cause. I mean, again, there's just there were so many flaws in that that uh, that tiny video. And not that the video really matters, but it's more of hopefully for those that are watching this, they they found something that they can really take and uh, implement themselves to uh, to be better or yeah. to live better or to feel better. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, yeah. Long story short, I, I, we want this to be as empowering as possible. Like, I, I, I think that's the thing that, that, that we're, I don't know, that this is, <laughs> you, you're in charge of your own health. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of crazy out there. So, I mean, you do have to talk to the right people and, and whatnot. Right. And, and going back to a second ago where, hey, I want to stay in my lane. Like, right. I am not a chiropractor. <laughs> right. Right. I know some things about the spine. I don't know half of what you do, you know, you've forgotten more than I will ever know, probably, you know, so there, there, there's, there's so many different like moving pieces here. And if you find, I don't know, I really encourage people to get second opinions, third opinions, fourth opinions, talk to different people who have different ideas in the way of finding that, like you're saying, those, those root causes. Um, what, what's the beginning here? What's, where, where does this start? Yeah, I, well, I think at a starting point, there's some people who need, um, who need help and guidance in, in some area. And so, for you guys, obviously, you have those initial consultations, assessments. Mm-hmm, yeah. We also, we do have, uh, for our, for active clients or for even people who come in as new clients, we do have a nutritionist that's certified in all sorts of things that can take people through. Um, there's a book called Align Your Health that's excellent for that. Um, people can look into paleo or keto. Um, but really, there's picking a spot. Um, I, I would say picking a spot and then just starting with it. Um, and if they do need help, I would say, I mean, for us, I put our website, you can, you can shoot us an email and we're happy to, to get on the phone Mm -hmm. as a starting point. We do, you know, a $25 initial consultation for the whole reason of what direction do people need to go? Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, maybe we're not the solution for certain things, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I would say the philosophy that both organizations operate at is, um, is a good starting point for a lot of people if they're lost. Um, but you can also self-educate, certainly. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's funny that, that, like, the first domino that gets going with people, like, for me personally, it, it's it's that exercise piece. Yeah. If I exercise, I check that off my list, okay? <sighs> Stress, anxiety comes down a little bit. Oh, you know, I, I go through the day a little bit happier. I get to the end of the day, I'm tired, and Adam goes to bed, and it's a beautiful thing. And then, it, then I wake up refreshed, ready to go again, if Adam works out again, sometimes again, multitude of different things. Um, again, rinse and repeat. And and for me, it's it, that's the domino. If I don't work out, I get on edge. It, you know, I, stress hits me harder than it should. Um, 
I go home at night. I lie in bed, you know, looking at the ceiling, thinking to myself, you know, everything with, you know, this owning a business and all the stress that comes with it. And, you know, hey, payroll here and this is here. Oh, my gosh, we forgot to do this. And what about this? We need to try this new marketing thing. I got this podcast with Jared going on. Oh, my gosh, I need to get that together. Yeah. Um, you know, yada, yada. But so if people can find that, that first thing, you know, and it, it, it just might be feeling better. So it might be that chiropractic adjustment where like, oh, my gosh. I'm not in terrible pain right now, and now right. I can go for that walk, you right. know. Um, or it's the nutrition thing. Hey, I've, I haven't eaten breakfast in, in five years. Okay. All of a sudden, you have some, you know, s- some eggs some morning. You're, oh, God, I actually have energy to right. sustain me through the day and, and whatnot. So it's always interesting to see what – and that's always different with different people. Right. Like, I, I wish it was exercise for everybody. It'd be, you know, right. it'd be just advertise it all over the place. But everybody's different, and, and you need different stuff. Well, you, you talked – one thing is, is where we'll – get a lot of what you just referenced that maybe would be a, I sh- could have summarized better is where you focus or where you put your culture. Yep. So, you know, where we go to church, um, they're always like, you're not going to stay for donuts. And, and my, <laughs> kids, my kids, I'm like, I don't know why the lady has to say that every week before we leave because it just sets up a bad car ride, you know, but um, I get it because it's culturally, they're trying to mm. perpetuate brotherhood in, you know, in yeah. that, mm-hmm. but the same concept. Um, one thing that I like about, you know, for Oak, like the people that are there have, you know, if you want to socialize before or after, most people are going to have a health focus. They're mm-hmm. going to talk about their protein consumption or their carb. Like, like I hear those conversations when I'm here. Similarly in our clinic, mm-hmm. if you're around, I can't tell you how many times people walk in and say, I didn't know you go here. I didn't know. And if you plug in and you listen to the talks and you read the books and you do this, you can't not, and, and you yeah. can be that. And so whether you do that or whether you just do it for free on Instagram and follow the right stuff, you know, yeah. I like, mm-hmm. I like following the, the health junkies, the mm-hmm. guys that are healthier than me, because I watch them and I say, well, I guess there's another level. Yeah. I guess there's another, you know, and so versus following something negative, yeah. you know, there's a lot of positive, um, yeah. health focused yeah. things that, and you know, Instagram, all this stuff's free. Yeah. You know, and there's some fake. Follow. Yeah, but there's also some very good in there right. too. So right. that you know, right. so you can find that and sort that out. But getting some sort of community that that makes you better, yeah. or surrounds you with wanting to be better. Yeah. Um, so. What is it? You're the you're the you're the sum of the five you know five people you hang around the most, G- give or take, give or take. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's so true. Jerry, if people want to know more about chiropractic first. Yeah, I would say just uh, care. Um, rockford.maxliving.com or chiropractic first of Rockford looks up. We do the initial um, consultation for $25 and, and you're right. So many people could live better if mm. their neurology functioned better or their joints move yeah. better and that it would empower them to do much more of what they wanted to do. Yeah. Investing in their health. Very cool. Hey, bud. Thanks so much. Appreciate I appreciate you. it. Listeners, thanks for listening. You guys. <laughs> thanks for watching. Have a great day. I hope you sounded okay. That's all we have for you today. If you have any questions or want to chat or interested in seeing what we're up to in between episodes, head over to Instagram and Facebook and follow at Oakstrength. Also check us out at Oakstrength.com. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review the Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.